Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Franken Culture Podcast, your weekly video game podcast full of news, reviews, and opinions on the industry today. I will be your host and everything else today. It's Stackhouse. Hope everyone's doing well. Sorry for the late show this week, guys. Uh, I know we are missing... We missed by a day. Um, we got Steve out being sick, and we got Levi working, so it's going to be me today. Um, probably not the longest episode of the show, but I'm going to do my very best to uh, give you guys the best show that I can. Um, so starting off, hope everyone's been well. Hope everyone's having a great week. Uh, what I've been watching this week is I'm still watching that Korean drama that, what is it, Love Featuring Marriage and Divorce. Don't know why I'm still stuck on that. Really good. But been watching that. Also, Cindy just got done rewatching like all the Marvel movies, and I caught uh, a few of them. Uh, I just want to say, Ant-Man, the Ant-Man movies are probably some of my favorite Marvel movies, like, at all, like, all together. Uh, I just finally watched the new one, what is it, or the newer one, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and that one is by far one of my favorites. I think they just do a good job. Like I, t I, I think they do a really good job with the action, the comedy, and the storytelling in those. They're so good. Um, I rewatched. Oh Jesus, what did I see? Uh man, I caught Iron Man three, and Iron Man three definitely not one of my favorite movies in the whole group. Not bad, but just I don't know. Iron Man three is not for me. Uh, I also got to watch a little bit of Civil War. That one I like, obviously. I only caught, like, the two fight scenes from that movie. <laughs> so, I didn't even watch, like, much of the story portion of it. I just got to see the big, like, airport fight, which was sick. I feel like I watched another one, but I don't remember which one it was, but... Uh, who cares? I got to see Ant-Man, both the Ant-Man movies, so pretty stoked on that. Those ones always make me smile. Uh, that's all I've really been watching. Gaming-wise, Elden Ring, baby. Elden Ring all day. Uh, we start. I started my new game plus, so I'm on my second playthrough right now. For anybody that's listening that's wondering, when you do go into your new game, when you do go into new game plus, or if you beat the game, you don't have to go straight into new game plus. You do, you can complete the game. And then wander around um, all the map and do and find some quests that you haven't done and go through and finish those up. Some quests you won't be able to finish because they are tied to the story in some way usually. But um, you can go through and do that. When you go into New Game Plus though, good news for anybody that wanted to do that. Uh, your map does stay up. You don't have to go re-get all the map pieces. So you keep like your icons and things that you found. Like the the tunnels and like different landmarks those will stay on your map bad news uh you do have to re-go and collect all of the uh bonfires those you're gonna have to redo and you have to get the bell bearings again so if you're wondering any of the upgrade materials that you had in your last playthrough if you can what i would recommend doing going and just buying a bunch of them before you start your new game plus because you're gonna have to re-get those ball bearing or bell bearing ball bearing whatever so you can reset up your shop to have all the good materials in there. Um, only bad thing I have to really say. Just because that kind of sucks. I knew, I kind of knew going into it you'd have to. But 
you know, much rather would have not. But it'll be okay. I've been having such a great time. It's it's such an awesome game. Uh, the lore that's in that game, like if you really want to go down stories, me and my friend have been doing some theory crafting lately about like what what characters are like tied to who and what way that we haven't been able to find in lore pieces yet. But they're sick. There's so much stuff. Like, um, there was a chick on Twitter earlier today that I was just before the show actually. I was um reading it. It's like a fifty eight. A uh, 58 tweet um, thread this chick made about uh, one of the characters. His name is Vike. Uh, some of you might run across him. He's like the finger. You'll get the fingerprint armor from him or Rose armor or some shit. It's so dope, though. There's so much story. There's so much. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Ah, there's I could go on and sit here and talk about Elden Ring all day. But all I all I can really say is that if you guys haven't played it yet and you're wanting to play it go out there pick it up play it it's amazing and if you need help go ahead and comment on the show or write steve an email i will go through and help you with whatever boss you need help on i promise but um that's what i've been watching that's what i've been uh playing uh this week's weekly releases you guys have moss book two bleh, moss book two for psvr on march 31st hey that's today uh, you also have Pirates of Gravite for PC on March 31st. I know I've read some of these off already, but just reiterating some things we said last week. Um, you got Weird West coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One all on March 31st. Uh, tomorrow on April Fool's Day, April 1st, you got Flat Kingdom Papers Cut Edition on PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. You'll have Tarot Bane for the PC and the Switch. And then on April 5th, which is, I think, the day before the next show, you guys are going to get Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker edition for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. That'll be this week's weekly releases. A little bit of a shorter list. Nothing nothing gigantic this week. Um, I know that Steve's probably going to be super hyped for that Star Wars game, though. Also, getting into this week's do 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 news, we have a little bit of a jaw dropper here from Sony. The biggest news of the week: Sony is competing with Xbox finally, um, and merging the PlayStation Now and PlayStation uh, Plus things together. I believe. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Let me get this for you. Let me grab this little bit of little, little bit of news. Or not. It's just not going to go for me, I guess, apparently. But um so PlayStation has decided that to compete with uh Xbox's Game Pass that they are going to fuse together their PlayStation Now, which is their like game streaming service. And the PlayStation Plus. Um, they're going to make it three different tiers. And I really wanted a better article to read off of real quick. So I am going to keep looking for a better article. But. Oh, here we go. 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 Okay. So all new PlayStation Plus. That's not what I want at all. Oh, oh yeah, it is. Okay. Never mind. We're good. We're Gucci. Um, 
in a quote from what website is this gaming bible uh this week playstation announced its all new take on playstation plus and fans haven't been universally oh blown away this is not what i want and there we go as with these uh system overhauls to playstation this new service will launch in june with three subscription tiers this the first essential is what it's going to be called is the same price as PlayStation Plus already offers. The second is Extra, offers a library of 400 PS4 and PS5 games to download and play, similar to what is provided with Xbox Game Pass. And then the final and most expensive tier is Premium, includes the PlayStation Now streaming service, which has PlayStation, th PlayStation 3 games, sorry guys, as well as 340 additional downloadable games from the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and PSP libraries. While this service offers more games than Microsoft's equivalent, fans have been disappointed to hear the new games will not immediately be available on the service. Again, that is a quote from Gaming Bible. Um, yeah, like it says, they are going to be pushing all their stuff together. Um, let me see if I can get those prices for you on the tier. Uh, let me get like dollar amounts because I don't know how to convert uh, euros to dollars. Can I, what is, is this only going to be in, can I get American doll hairs, please? But anyway, so, um, yeah, a lot of the games aren't going to be available right off rip for you to be able to play, <laughs> but, um, it's, it's as similar as I would have expected them to be to compete with Xbox's Game Pass. Um, good news is, if you are a PlayStation fan that has a PC, uh, PlayStation Gaming will be on the PC. That is from their website talking about this. It says, play some of the biggest and best PlayStation console exclusives like Bloodborne, which I would be super keen to play on PC, The Last of Us, and Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection on Windows PC, alongside hundreds of other games ready to stream on demand. But you see, my issue here is that I have tried the PlayStation Now streaming service in the past, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> um, and that's putting it nicely. It was not was not a good experience. The games did not play well over streaming. Um. There was just a lot that I did not care for at all. I am going to try one more time to get the prices for you guys real quick. Decision plus prices. Let me see if I can get these. I do know. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I just saw it. Oh, this is PlayStation Plus. Either way, I know there's prices out there. I'm going to keep looking while I do the show, and um, I'll get back to you guys with those prices. But I, do, I don't I do know how much I, how high my hopes are for this. Um, it does seem really cool. I knew they would come out with something. We've talked about it on the show a million times. And it's, it's cool. I really would like, like I said, Bloodborne would be awesome. I've wanted to replay Bloodborne. A lot lately, especially especially with Elden Ring being out, I wanted to play it a lot before the game launched, and I would love to play the game again. 
but I can't imagine streaming Bloodborne because you need very, very quick, direct inputs into that game to be able to, you know, dodge stuff like that. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I, I'm probably going to try it out, but we'll see. Also, I did find it. Uh, the PlayStation Plus Essential is going to be either $9.99 monthly, $24.99 quarterly, or $59.99 yearly. That's for the Essential, which is the base tier one. Your benefits will be two monthly download games, exclusive discounts, cloud storage for saved games, online multiplayer access, provides the same benefits that PlayStation Plus members already get today, and there are no changes for existing PlayStation Plus members in this tier. For PS Plus Extra, you're going to get you're going to be paying $14.99 monthly, $39.99 quarterly, or $99.99 yearly. Uh, benefits that you'll get are going to be, provides all benefits from Essential Tier. Obviously, you get all the benefits I've listed already. Then you're going to get, adds a catalog of up to 400 PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from PlayStation Studios, catalog, and third-party partners. Games in the extra tier are downloadable for play. So you got downloadable ones here. And this is where my my biggest gripe was going to be is even though I don't like it, I don't think that they should have put the PlayStation now under this next one, which is going to be your PlayStation plus premium. Lots of P's there, but, uh, it's $17.99 monthly, $49.99 quarterly or $119.99 yearly. So you get all the previous benefits from the past two tiers. You get cloud streaming access from original PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation Portable, and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers in the market or PlayStation in markets where PlayStation Now is currently available. Sorry. Customers can stream games using PS4 and PS5 consoles and PC. You then have time-limited game trials will also be offered in this tier, so customers can try select games before they buy them which is kind of cool that I didn't see earlier. You get to, it adds up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games available via cloud streaming and a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP generations. Um, and that's what I mean. The fact that the streaming is getting put behind such a large paywall... <laughs> <laughs> to me, not the move. I don't think that's I don't think that's right. Um but it I don't know. There's just something about it to me just seems off maybe. I don't know if that makes sense to you guys listening, but it's I just feel like they really are trying to catch up to what what uh Microsoft has been doing and I don't know. I guess we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm sure that it'll do fine, but I'm, I mean, by fine, I mean, I'm sure in the beginning there's going to be some hiccups, but I think that it'll end up working itself out. Um, this will be launching in June at some point. So if you are a PlayStation person and you're excited to be doing some of this gaming, look for that in June. Excuse me. <laughs> oh man excuse me sorry about that but anyway that is it from the playstation plus stuff that they are doing and moving around over there but now i actually do have the biggest news of the week 
And that is going to be that E3 2022 is officially canceled digitally and physically. So this year there's going to be no E3, ladies and gents. If you guys are longtime listeners of the show, you'll know that uh, me and St- the, the three of us, all three of us really, like uh, like conventions. Steve himself has been to uh, E3. He went uh, when Wolfenstein was coming out. Uh, I don't even remember how many years ago that was, like five-ish maybe. But um, on an article from IGN today, we have... After previously canceling its in-person E3 2022 event, the ESA has now informed its partners that there will be no digital event equivalent this year either. Excuse me. Meaning E3 2022 has been fully canceled. The news broke via a tweet from Razor PR lead Will Powers, who said that an email had been sent out announcing the cancellation of a digital E3 event. IGN had independently verified that the contents of this email as well. The ESA had initially planned for an in-person E3 event this year after having no event in 2022 due to the COVID-19 due to COVID-2019. Oh my God. Due to COVID-19 and a digital one in 2021. However, this was canceled in January with the ESA at the time unable to make a public statement on whether or not there would be a digital equivalent According to the sources sources speaking to IGN at the time, discussions around E3 had been fraught throughout the year, with third parties normally involved finding the ESA's ongoing silence regarding their plans frustrating. Sources connected to the event tell IGN that discussions about a possible digital equivalent have been ongoing ever since, but without strong momentum to drive them. Instead, the ESA seems to be making plans to regroup for a larger comeback in 2023. Update in this article, the ESA has shared an official statement with IGN confirming E3 2022's cancellation and announcing that E3 will return in 2023 with a reinvigorated showcase. Quoted, uh, quote in this article says, we will devote all our energy and resources to delivering a revitalized physical and digital E3 experience next summer. Whether enjoyed from the show floor or your favorite devices, The 2023 showcase will bring the community, media, and industry back together in an all-new format and interactive experience. We look forward to presenting E3 to fans around the world live from Los Angeles in 2023. The ESA adds that the 2022 showcase has been canceled so the organization can focus focus its resources, quote, on the 2023 show. So... No twenty, no twenty twenty two, E three. Um, I'm, I'm personally a little bit sad about this. I, I know a lot of people aren't as big of fans of E three as they used to be. I still get jazzed up about it. I still like seeing the stuff that comes out, even though you know you don't see like PlayStation or anything really there anymore. They just kind of do their own thing around the same time. Uh, Nintendo always has their thing, like, right at the end. But, I don't know. There's something about E3. I still get jazzed up about it. I still like seeing the games that release for the show. Like, release trailers for the show. So, it is a little sad 
to me to see it not show up at all this year, but I'm sure we'll make do. Like I said, we're going to see PlayStation will probably have its PlayStation thing. Nintendo will still have their Nintendo things. We just had a Nintendo Direct, what, like two months ago or some shit? I don't know. But it wasn't that long ago. Xbox, I'm sure, will do their own thing. So it's not like we won't see releases at shows or on live streams, but it's just upsetting to see the biggest gaming show of the year not show up. So sad to hear. You don't like to see it. But, um, yeah, pour one out for the homie old E3 not not being here this year, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, folks, thank you all for watching. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to me ramble on for a few minutes for you. Uh, again, like I said, this is going to be a shorter show, and this isn't going to be the new norm. We'll have the guys all together next week, I'm sure. Steve usually recovers from being sick pretty quick, and Levi... Um, just had some stuff going on, so we will be back next week with more of the Franken Culture Podcast. Again, if you're looking for me, you can find me under Stacks House on everything, S-T-A-X-X House, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all that stuff. That's where I'm at. You can also find Levi at Frankenboozy on Twitter and Instagram. He streams on the Franken Culture Twitch and YouTube. And you can find Steve under anything to do with Franken Culture. Um, but yeah, guys. If you want to do some uh, que- some games for 20 questions, please, like we've said in the past, shoot uh, shoot us an email, steve at frankenculture.com, or you can leave a comment underneath uh, the podcast or anything like that on YouTube or on um, wherever you listen on them. Just leave a review, put the game you want to talk about in there, and we'll get it into the 20 questions. So, from me, Stackhouse... This has been the Franken Culture Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.